Welcome to Because We Love Motorsport. Shane here with Sean. How are you doing today? Very well, Shane. What an amazing weekend we had over here in Perth. Inclement weather or so we're expecting and uh, unfortunately that put an end to a couple of the events. One of the Perth Motorplex in particular didn't go ahead because of the expected uh, storms. Yeah, a bit unfortunate for that to happen, but... uh Safety first. Oh, it's indeed, indeed, and uh, we certainly expected some torrential uh, weather, but it didn't quite uh, turn out that way. So, um, yeah, a bit of one of those uh, frustrating little uh, weekends, but uh, still some great uh, action here in WA, and uh, you were lucky enough to go down to Collie and uh, witness the ice-breaking uh, classic uh, uh, race meeting. Yeah, so mainly, uh, I think, the, over two days. So first day was saloons, excels, um, Formula Fords, um yeah not not a bad weekend and the second day was um yeah again the historics regularity formula v and the monster 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 category of sports sedans sports cars and uh as motorsport australia calls them trans ams but um Better to look up TA2s to understand exactly what's been raced. Yes, that's right. Now, that's uh, probably one of my favourite categories, uh, the super, sorry, the uh, sports sedans and the sports cars and, of course, the uh, TA2s. And a magnificent uh, to see them come into Western Australia, uh, pretty much, uh, you know, a, a category that's been based in the Eastern States, and it's great to have them over here. The Bowleys, uh, obviously, owning a few, and uh, Ronnie Moller also, I think. Yep. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, it's a really good category. I just love the uh, the sports Sports sedans, great racing, and of course we were speaking off air about Ryan Humphrey and uh, his uh, supercar as it is, uh, all V8 supercar Ford, spec. Ford, well, it's not a V8 supercar spec; it's Ford XE Falcon. Yes, um, and he previously held the lap record of one hundred nine point four down there. Uh, Daniel Gonzalez took out his, uh, I believe they're worth about six hundred and fifty k Audi R eight LMS. Uh, down there, he managed to uh, beat the lap record uh, doing a 109 flat in race one. And then um, Ryan's XE Falcon, which, you know, he's told me he's probably spent about 400k on it in the 20 years that he's had it, including race entries and stuff like that. So a fair bit cheaper than the, that Audi R8. Um, race two put in a 108.6 to take back the record. So, you know, 0.8 seconds off the lap record. Um, absolutely huge. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny, I know the story of um, of Ryan's uh, dealing with that car. That was the car he had when he used to go to TAFE. And uh, so it was more or less his first car, and he slowly built it up and built it up and uh, eventually took the registration plates off and did the front end and then did the rear end. And, uh, yeah, now she's an, an absolute beast, you know, probably. I think uh, around Wanneroo, for instance, she's within – Two, uh, two, uh, probably two seconds of a lap of a supercar these days. So, uh, yeah, yeah, great machine and a great driver too. Yeah, and look, some other great racing down there. So, on the Saturday, uh, there's unfortunately quite a few uh, showers. Um, Excel's uh, unfortunately had a rollover. Everyone walked away from that though. Um, and in the saloon's car, there was a three-way pile-up. Um, but again, you know, cars can be fixed. Um, everyone walked away from them, um, and yeah, went went to the pub afterwards with a drink, so <laughs> which was fantastic. So, and um, you yeah, know, and and that's always good to see. So, yeah, but um, 
Yeah, no drags or um, speedway out of Perth this week. No, indeed not. Well, we did have planned the uh, Nitro Max 4 on Saturday, but, uh, yeah, that uh, just didn't, uh, yeah, we couldn't go ahead. I mean, the uh, the weather forecast was that it was going to be absolutely feral. It was going to be belting down with rain, uh, and uh, the, you know, the, the decision was made, and the correct decision was made uh, to uh, to go with, you know, what we believe the weather would be, and therefore we uh, cancelled the event. But unfortunately, as uh, the weather the Bureau probably let us down a little bit, and I do feel sorry for the likes of uh, some of the uh, uh, some of the weather people, such as uh, Ty and Logan from the ABC and uh, S- Samantha Jolly from Channel Seven. There, even uh, yesterday, they were talking about uh, showers and possible thunderstorm, and uh, you know it just didn't eventuate. So, yeah. Uh, unfo- yeah, so unfortunately that didn't go ahead. And uh, Speedway's actually on uh, this week coming. We've got the Gold Cup, uh, so that's going to be a, a huge event on Saturday night. But yes, unfortunately, uh, the drag racing didn't go ahead. What about around the country? What, what did we see happening? Well, I tell you what, there was some amazing supercar racing at Simmons Plains in Tasmania. That was just uh, a really good round and a great track to the Tasmanian circuit. It's got some a uh, couple of long straights and uh, quite a technical little course, but um, Shane Van Gisbergen really did dominate that. Um, he uh, won all three races and uh, Will Davison came second in two of the races. And there was a nice little, uh, nice little accident there in the uh, race well, race two of the event, which is race four of the calendar there, uh, involving um, Andre Heimgartner and uh, Gary, uh, sorry, um, uh, yeah, Gary Jacob. Yeah, Gary Jacobson, uh, which was a little disappointing. And uh, Thomas Randall was uh, also caught up in that. And uh, it's quite a few retirements there. But um, the racing was just sensational. And uh, also, it was also good to see um, they had a couple of the, the exhibition of the Gen 3 cars out there. You had Marcus Ambrose driving the new Mustang and uh, Garth Tander driving the new uh, Camaro yep. uh, with uh, Jess Yates in the, in the passenger seat. Um, so, it was uh, good to see the, the next generation of car, which will be coming out uh, next year in 2023. I know we're all looking forward to that. Um, it'll, uh, you know, I remember going back to 2020 when I went to Adelaide and they said, oh, look, um, I got off the aeroplane. We just discovered that Holden had uh, uh, closed the plant and they were no longer going to be supporting supercars. And uh, they said, oh, next year you'll we'll be looking at BMWs or something or another or maybe the Camaro. And uh, it simply didn't happen. And uh, for the next two years we've stuck with those um, those German built Commodores um, but um, yeah we're looking forward to the uh, next generation, Generation 3 which will be coming on next year which we're looking forward to Speaking of next generation Imogen Radburn successful Carter over East uh, 16 years old competed at Winton as part of the Victorian Formula 4 Championship and um, yeah finished um just missed our top 10 uh, in a maiden race. Um, but, yeah, just just missed out, but, you know, which was pretty, um, uh, yeah, pretty good to do, you know, on debut. Um, Perth, um, Perth's April Welsh was over there in the Formula oh, V's. Yeah, that's good to hear. Um, had a 19th on the first race, second race, uh, she had a DNF, unfortunately, and then she was back into it for the last race. Um, again, yeah, lovely just to get over east and, you know, for some of our West Australian competitors. 
Um, and yeah, other other results from circuit racing over east. Um, Grant Aitken uh, f- finished the one hour feature race at Torpo. Uh, in the Super GT series, yes, um, claiming uh, top honours in that class, uh, and Paul Kelly claimed the Porsche class win out there. So, um, yeah, again, some nice, nice racing happening outside of just supercars. Indeed, uh, gee, I tell you what, the West Australians are punching well above their weight in motorsport. You know, when you consider how uh, how remote we are from the rest of Australia and indeed the rest of the world. And uh, look, I was looking at the Formula Two during the uh, weekend, and I see Callan Williamson, sorry, Callan Williams from Aust- from Western Australia. Uh, he came thirteen at the uh, in the Formula Two racing over there at uh, in Saudi Arabia. So you know, that's a great effort. And of course, uh, Mick Doohan, uh, Mick Doohan's son Jack Doohan, he came nine in the Formula 2 so it's uh, good to see the Australians doing well and of course we saw Oscar Piastri last year taking out the championship in Formula 2 and uh, so yeah I do think we're performing very well and of course uh, Daniel Ricciardo had a bit of a disappointing uh, race meeting there in Saudi Arabia at the Jedi Cornish circuit uh, he came 17th effectively and uh, oh, uh, had a DNF, DNF yes uh, 15 laps uh, short so uh, yeah he'd be pretty disappointed with that, yeah. Look, um, yeah. So again, some really great racing at the well, all through the field again. Um, yeah, worth waking up at one am to <laughs> watch that after a long week of covering motorsport. In uh, yeah, one way or another, um, and it was half a second difference back to. Um, Charles Leclerc from um, Max Verstappen. So. Gee, that was a good race. The two uh, boys up the front, Verstappen and uh, Leclerc, they both uh, been racing against each other going back to go-kart days. And uh, yeah, they had a, a real uh, bumper uh, real bumper race. And uh, the Ferraris are performing very well. I think they were first and second last week, uh, last week outing at uh, Bahrain, uh, second and third this time. Uh, yep. Sandwiched between the uh, Red Bulls of Max Verstappen, as you said and Sergio Perez in fourth place and uh, really great to see George Russell up there in fifth. I think that result is fantastic. Yes. Um, and Hamilton all the way back down in tenth is also fantastic to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i got to agree with you there. A little bit of sarcasm, absolutely. Well, no, no I'm, I'm very true about seeing that. I'm actually glad he's back there, so yeah, might uh, bring some humble back to the, well, it, to the Hamilton pie, so to speak. Indeed. Well, it's a good point. I remember uh, going back, I think it was last season there, where where uh, Lewis tested positive to COVID and uh, he stepped out of the car and George Russell stepped into his car and George could well have won that race in particular. Yeah. And it'd be, uh, I know a lot of us, a lot of people believe it would be really good to see, it would have been good to see George Russell in a Mercedes, which he's in today, and say Lewis uh, on board, say the, the Williams, for instance, yeah. um, be really, really interesting. I, um, I know, I mean, just going off the subject, you've got an example coming up a little bit uh, you're doing an interview with Alex Rulo, and uh, I know when Alex Rulo was racing uh, in some of the uh, lower-funded teams, um, I always thought it'd be nice if uh, he was a swap car with uh, swap cars, say with uh, Craig Lowndes or Jamie Wincup, and have the young bloke in the good car and Jamie Wincup in the uh, in the lesser car. But yeah, going back to the Formula Ones. Um, 
also uh, another good uh, good standout there was uh, Kevin Magnuson again up in his ninth place. I think it was fifth uh, last uh, week out, uh, or sixth, sorry. Uh, but he's performing very well again in the Haas. Um, yeah, the Cosmic Schumacher unfortunately had that nasty yeah, accident. but That was a nasty accident, wasn't it? Yeah. But, you know, a few, few people commenting going, you know, why are the cars falling apart like that? Well, that's what they're designed to do. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, quite there's right. A, there's a yeah. tub which the driver sits in, to, yeah. to put it plainly. Yep. And everything around that tub is designed to crumple. Yes. And that tub is designed not to crumple, and that's yep. exactly what the car did. Yep. Um, so as bad as it looks when they lift up the car, that's also called gravity. Yes. Um, the last little bits that are holding the car together fall apart and the back half falls off. Well, that's what they're designed to do. And, you know, for him just to you know walk away, that's testament to the design of the cars. Absolutely. And that was the most important thing is that uh, his health and safety and, uh, yeah, effectively, as you say, the car held together beautifully and he literally walked away and we'll probably see him uh, back uh, the next round, which is coming up in Australia. But, uh, Shane, I just wanted to speak about the Saudi Arabian circuit there at the Jedi Cornish circuit. How good is racing under lights, especially Formula One? Now, they don't have headlights, but uh, the track is beautifully illuminated. Uh, I just think it's a very spectacular sight to see uh, all sorts of forms of uh, motorsport under lights at night time. Yeah, I think yeah, night racing is something special. Um, I think Formula One under lights is nice, um, but I prefer a little bit of darkness around the circuit as well. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's just to give that, you know, a bit of changing conditions, Um yeah, they, they light up the circuit as if it's daytime. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, it's uh, you know, and obviously because they don't have lights, um, but it is a nice spectacle to see. Um, but I do like seeing other circuit forms of circuit racing where, you know, like Sydney Motorsport Park. Yeah, they've got a beautiful lighting system around Certainly that track. Have, yeah, but apart from the main straight, you know, the rest of the track, it's lit up enough. Gotcha. Yeah, but you can still tell they're night racing. Yeah, fair enough. Yes, yes, yeah. Whereas I think, like, if you look at the Singapore Grand Prix, that's really well illuminated the entire track. It's yes. a, a great sight. But, yeah, look, I must admit, I agree with you too. I like uh, a combination of daytime racing and uh, and some night racing. It's, uh, I mean, one I really like is the uh, the Bathurst 12-hour, for instance, where they start, I think, about 4 a.m. in the morning and uh, you see the dawn come up and they race through the day and into the, uh, the late afternoon. That's a spectacular sight. Um, but I know we're all looking forward to the uh, the Perth Super Sprint, the Perth Super Night Sprint, I should say, coming up uh, in uh, the I think the 30th of uh, April into uh, the 1st of May. That's going to be sensational, and uh, they've done a really good job at uh, the at uh, Wanneroo Raceway illuminating the track. And of course, they have bring in a lot of extra lights for the actual day. Absolutely. Um, but that's yeah. I just uh, yeah, I just thought that was really good. Interesting though that. Uh, Sebastian Vettel still got COVID. He was unable to take his place. Um, and um, one thing that uh, was a little bit, uh, I remember turning on the telecast on the Saturday and hearing about the uh, the explosion in Saudi Arabia, just some 18 kilometres from the circuit. Obviously, yep. we don't want to get into the politics of it, but uh, yeah, that was concerning, of course, but uh, the right decision was made for the uh, safety of all concerned to, uh, to carry on. They had good advice, but... Uh, 
yeah, a little bit of a yeah, a little a little bit annoying to see such uh, you know they said yes, possibly a missile attack there at uh, just about eighteen kilometres from the circuit, but mm. fortunately it all went ahead. Moving on to some uh, to some final bit of F one, uh, Daniel Ricciardo is. Absolutely looking forward to getting back to racing uh, at Albert Park. Um, now, Albert Park's had some work undertaken uh, since March 2020. The pit lane's been won by two lead, two leases, two metres, um, <laughs> to hopefully raise the pit lane speed limit from 60 to 80. Um, there's been some co- corners being reprofiled and... Um, the chicane on Lakeside Drive has been removed, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. There's been resurfacing work and all that jazz. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, 10th of April, that race is. So oh, 10th of April. Sorry, I was wrong about that. Yeah, I think I – no, that's right, yes. I got you talking about yep. the supercars, yep. Exactly, so, yes. So, uh, yeah, a little bit over a week away, and, um, yeah, they're expected, the show is the, – the circus is expected to start rolling into town very, very shortly. Um, speaking of um, uh, shortly, well, not really shortly. Eighty-six kilometre tracks. Yes. Uh, the the St George three nine nine Australian Off Road Championship um, round just finished, um, and Can Am, which I think a lot of people. Associate with recreational vehicles. Yes, indeed, we do. Yeah. Um, absolutely dominated, having uh, nine out of the ten top positions. Oh. Um, and Phil Lovett um, damaged his front diff during section two. Didn't have time to change it in the one-hour service period, which left him mainly with a rear-wheel drive, but still managed to win the class for the for the weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> great to like. Off-road racing's fantastic. It's it just, yeah. And, of course, they're all heading towards, you know, the Finky Desert Rates. Yes. In uh, June, I think it is. Yep. And um, Kalgoorlie in West Australia is actually the final round, so. Yes, indeed, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, hopefully one day we'll get out and be able to catch some of that, but uh, it always clashes with something else. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it's something that's been happening a bit this year is free-to-air coverage is increasing on motorsport yep. um, as well as just general coverage. And the Australian Motor Racing Series has just announced that uh, Seven Mate and Seven Plus are going to be covering it. So that's Channel great. 7 is coming back into motorsport yeah, big time. that is really good news. Yeah. I mean, uh, Channel 7, uh, I think they've probably them and Channel 10 have been the uh, the mainstay of motorsport here on uh, on our television sets. But, uh, yeah, it's great to see. And, of course, the other thing is that uh, now Channel 7, you've got 7, 7, 2, 7, mate, 7 plus. Um, yeah. It's a good selection. You know, in the old days, you just had, you know, your Channel 2, Channel 7, Channel 9 and even Channel 10 and then uh, as a BS. Uh, but um, now having these uh, buy stations of 7, 9 and 10 is really, really good to see. And 7 Plus being one that you can uh, tune into, uh, you know, via your computer, it's uh, it's really good. And it's great they're covering motorsport because, I mean, motorsport is so exciting and uh, it's one of those sports where I guess what I'm saying is uh, if you go and watch a game of football or soccer, it's right in front of you. Where with motorsport, when they're driving at high speeds, they go out of sight effectively. Yeah. So you do need the TV coverage to be able to see it. Absolutely. And, of course, round two of AMRS will be held April 22nd, 24th at the Bend. Um, Kumo V8 Classic Series, which is a bit of a 
throwback to the old uh, touring cars um, and the TA2 muscle car series. So TA2 is what AASA runs TA2 cars as um, and Trans Am is what Motorsport Australia runs theirs as. Um, but... If you Google Trans Am, you're going to find a Pontiac, and that's not, to say that's that, not yeah. what you race. So no, indeed not. If you want to know what TA2 is, always Google TA2. Um, <laughs> ignore Trans Am. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, when you talk about the uh, Pontiac Trans Am, straight away I think about drag racing. and think, oh, no, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kevin Bolton in the Outlaw Radial class. Um, indeed. And actually, speaking of, uh, of drag racing, I know we didn't uh, have any in Perth uh, on the weekend, but uh, what we do have coming up, up very soon is we have the Burson Auto Parts Top Fuel. They were in Sydney just going back a couple of weeks ago and Phil Reed uh, came first from Peter Jabiris in second and uh, Phil Lamatina, the Carrot King, he was in third place. And uh, just recently, in actual fact, just on three weeks ago, they're up in Mildura and he had Phil Lamatina coming first, Wayne Newby second and Damien Harris in third place. Uh, super exciting and uh, looking at the championship so far after the first two rounds, one in Sydney and one in Mildura. They've got Phil, Lim Phil Lamatina in first place, Phil Reed in second, Peter Jabiris in third, Wayne Newby in fourth, Shane Olive in fifth, Damien Harris in sixth, and Larry Dixon for the USA, who came out and uh, raced with the Rapisada team. He's in seventh place. And uh, where I'm leading to here is the next round uh, of Top Fuel will be at the Perth Motorplex on April the 8th and the 9th. This is going to be absolutely amazing got 178 races coming we got six top fuel cars 10 door slammers, 8 top fuel motorcycle and the jet dragsters. We've got visiting races coming from South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland and the Northern Territory. It's going to be absolutely huge this, Shane. I'm sure uh, you'll be along there uh, enjoying all the action. Absolutely. Try not to get the eyebrows burned off this time by the jet cars. <laughs> so we'll see how we go. Yeah, indeed. They're a sight to see and uh, very, uh, very loud and uh, the percussion uh, burst they make from the uh, afterburners is just uh, absolutely special. So absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, top fuel coming to Perth on the 8th and 9th of April, and I can't wait for it. Going back a bit to uh, more circuit racing. Yes. Um, it was the Phillip Island um, 70th anniversary uh, meeting over the weekend, and um, on the Sunday they had the Formula Open racing um, featuring um, Delara, F312s, F308s, Radical SR8s, um, and yeah, the Ryan Astley who did really well at the um, uh, the Shannon's Nationals recently was was in the mix again. Um, he also had the F5000s, which is you know where the yeah the S5000s sort of originated from. Um, so like 1974 Lola T332s uh, out on track. Um, yeah, doing a minute 34 laps around there. Um, and they also had the two-litre sports sedans out on the Sunday. Um, and just for a bit of comparison, a Mini Cooper, uh, which took out that particular trophy race, uh, did it in 1 minute 47. So... A 1974 car versus a 2007 Mini Cooper and the 1974, yeah, F5000 is much faster. 
Isn't that amazing to see uh, such race cars, you know, 1974 going back, uh, you know, what, 40-odd years. That's um, It's just so good that these, these cars have been maintained, nearly 50 years actually, um, have been maintained and still out there racing and performing quite so well. Uh, you know, they didn't quite have the technology they have uh, over the last decade, but, gee, they produce beautiful cars. And they're an absolute sight, aren't they? You see a, a, an old Lola, say a 74 model, for instance. They're absolutely gorgeous and you can see where the um i suppose the evolution of the open wheel race car progressed uh, to uh, to what we have today yeah and look the the other thing uh, going back to collie there's actually a, a flying zephyr out on the oh, track never oh a beautiful. beautiful car beautiful car and yeah very well put together race car and you know he wasn't holding back either so um some some other categories that ran at Phillip Island over the weekend. Um, they had super sprints running, super carts, and hill climbs. Yes, um, yes, yes. You know, which sort of shows the diversity of that track up there, and you know what they can do when you um, you know, open the track up and let everyone out on there. So, um, final thing from me: V eight super utes uh, round one was at Simon Plains. Um, and Craig Woods has uh, walked away on the top step for the weekend. Um, fortunately, race three, there was a, was a sizable mishap. Yes. Uh, which caused the finale to be declared without a result. So, um, yeah, it, so it was, it's good to see them back out. Um, they hopefully will see some more um, close racing from them and slowly build that category up. Um, and also out on track was the uh, Aussie racing cars, which oh, aren't they great? You know, if if you want to learn about an Aussie racing car, check out one of the Behind the Sport episodes with yes. uh, Charlotte Pointing. Yes, um, and she describes exactly what an Aussie racing car is. Yep, um, but they effectively look like miniature full size yes sedan race cars. They do, don't they? Yes, um, but they're running around with a, a bike engine. Yep, um, very highly tuned. Um, magnificent to watch. Um, Tom Heyman uh, took out the uh, that the weekend with three wins from four. Um, but yeah, just just pretty damn cool things to watch those ones. Aren't they just? And they absolutely scream when they go past it. I think it's like a twelve hundred cc motorbike engine or something close yeah. to that. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, they just as you say, they're just uh, a mini me, a mini supercar effectively, and uh, come in all different shapes and sizes. They've got them done up as your Mustangs, your, your Camaros. I think there's even Mercedes. Yep, yeah, yes, right. yes, yes, of some sort. Yep. yes, and there's even like one of the old-fashioned sort of oh, say nine. 1940 sort of uh, style uh, car that runs a different aero package it's not quite as aerodynamic but it's still just really good to see all right, yeah. so with three minutes left to go, what have you got for us? All right, well, all I wanted to do was just uh, briefly speak about the Indonesian Grand Prix Motor, uh, MotoGP that was on uh, last weekend, not the weekend just before this one, and uh, Jack Miller in fourth place. Um, he's actually got himself up to the pointy end. I think he started around about uh, sixth, got himself up in the first place, and then uh, backed off down to uh, fourth, but it's uh, great to see him doing well. And what about the debut of Remy Gardner? 
the son of Wayne Gardner, the former uh, champion uh, motorcycle racer, also uh, raced in the uh, super in the what the supercars for the Australian touring cars in the day in the Coca Cola uh, Commodores. Yep. Uh, great to see him out there, and uh, also just wanted to point out that uh, this Wednesday night, tomorrow night, an actual fact for me, we've got Formula Tech Performance will pass Wednesday at the Perth Motorplex. It is Subaru night, and if you own a Subaru, bring it along and you get in for half price. You get to race it for half price all night long from 6pm onwards. Uh, the 1st of April, uh, we've got round 6 of Fast Friday, which is a Shannon's Fast Friday racing series that includes drag racing and speedway. That's on the Friday, the 1st of April. And on Saturday, we've got Super Speedway, which is the Asphalt Recyclers Australian Sprint Car Gold Cup. There's a, there's a handful of words. You've got the Sprint Cars, the Limited Sprint Cars, the Winglers, the Late Models, the Formula 500s, the Speed Cars, and those crazy men in the modified sedans that's fighting out for the gold cup and that's all coming up this saturday night but uh, just to remind you that we've got the burson auto parts top fuel coming up on the 8th and 9th of april it's going to be massive make sure you uh check out the website there at the perth motorplex that's called motorplex.com.au for all your tickets and information and um of course if you want to get your motorsport news out to us uh, head on over to BehindTheSport.net, chuck a clickety-click on the Contact Us button and get in contact with us, send us any news. We'll chuck it up on the website and we will also dribble about it on this lovely little podcast. Yeah, looking forward to it too. Fantastic. Catch you next week. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.